Chapter 8 of Family Matter, Choosing the Right Door The number of customers Perk Up Coffee House always had made Richard wonder if any of the patrons actually had jobs. If so, what jobs? Waiting for his sister to arrive, he looked around the open space at a couple of dozen patrons. That's a grad student who somehow writes a thesis in a room of over-caffeinated cohorts. Over there, hmm, looks like a guy giving a multi-level marketing pitch to someone blown away by the concept of multiple streams of income. Those are two guys on a Tinder meetup. That guy, hmm, definitely a spy, he thought with a wry grin, attempting to amuse himself. What are you thinking about right now? asked Rita as she walked up from the recesses of his peripheral vision. Spies, Tinder, and Amway, said Richard, standing up to greet his sister and give her a hug. Oh, Dickie, you're so cute when your ADHD kicks in. Rita settled into the chair beside him. Dickie, ha, huh, speaking of mom, what has she been up to lately? I haven't heard from her at all. She's actually muscled into my operation. There's no stopping that woman, said Rita, mocking exasperation. We have this whole health initiative at best, and mom is our on-site yoga instructor. Richard blinked, paused, and then said, come again? Mom's got her yoga teaching certificate with her buddy, Amy. She just started giving lessons at the office. She calls them Charlie's Chakras. After the pandemic, we had more office space than we needed, so we put a mini gym on the side with no windows. There are yoga mats on one end of the room and elliptical machines with monitors on the opposite side. Next to that space, we put in a meditation room with three massage chairs. Three mornings a week, Mom comes in and guilts staff members into taking Charlie's Chakra's yoga classes. Amy does Tuesday and Thursday afternoons. It's actually pretty cool. Yoga? Yep. Richard took a deep breath and sat back. Do you pay her to teach yoga? How can you add expenses when health benefit expenses are blowing up? Our Glow Forum is meeting about it again next week. No one knows what to do. Things are getting out of hand. I mean, I've got a plan, but it's going to kill our R&D or EBITDA. I just have to choose which one. It's like an annual tidal wave that drowns our budget year after year. Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. Our new health and well-being strategy was a highlight of our year. We've dedicated six figures to new programs, and our costs per employee were basically flat. Richard was stunned. He could not believe what he was hearing. What did you say? You may remember when I had the same complaint last year and we ran into Peter Pollard? Well, I followed up with a consulting firm he recommended last year. They're great. Their leaders are quite a duo. Our consultants from Proactive Benefit Consultants are an ex-insurance company executive and a doctor, Kim and Steve. Kim has seen the dark side of healthcare insurance and... He is an MD who assesses and makes recommendations on the health of our employees using our data and works with our internal committee on the health and well-being initiatives. They're always talking about which door are we leading our employees through, the door to the current broken system or a new door into a high-value, lower-cost healthcare system. It's amazing. It feels like we chose the right door and we're now swimming downstream on our benefits. It's such a difference from a year ago. In fact, that's kind of how Mom appeared in the picture. She heard Steve speak at our all-hands meeting, and then Charlie was on a mission to save the world one yoga session at a time. Well, that's pretty cool, Richard said, wondering how what she said could actually be true.
His feelings were a combination of embarrassment that he had not followed up or done anything about healthcare costs last year and awe at what an amazing person their mom was and relief that she had put the whole hip replacement fiasco behind her. Okay, here's where we're at with IT's advice on healthcare benefits this year. Richard went on to explain what he had learned from his corporate insurance broker and subsequent financial gyrations led by his CFO, Regina. Rita nodded in recognition of all the issues her brother's company was facing. So you're basically still swimming upstream on your health benefits, Rita commented. Yeah, it's exhausted and really impacting the company. Well, I was about to mention that the proactive folks had us do an assessment of all of our contracts. What stood out is that 72% of our employees were functionally uninsured. In other words, if they had to use the insurance they were buying, they couldn't afford it. On top of that, only 12% of our employees and their family members reached their deductible each year. In retrospect, I feel for the employees who actually had to use our insurance in the past. It was probably not only a scary experience medically, but a financial disaster. Plus, it didn't hurt the assessment helped us save 10% on fees from our contracts. Assessment? Dang. We don't have time for that. It's like going to the doctor. They'll for sure find something wrong, and then before you know it, you'll be in a hospital having some body part taken out. Well, actually, the assessment does take a significant amount of time and people power, but it exposed immediate savings of 10%. I would really encourage you and your whole Glow Forum to do it. That's what we did, and all of us are seeing similar results. It's good timing, too. One of the other members of our Glow chapter just got served in a class action lawsuit, claiming that the executives of his company weren't honoring their fiduciary responsibility in stewarding their employees' health benefit dollars. One of the first cases under the new Consolidated Appropriations Act. What a mess. I would really encourage you to at least get your health care data so you can actually say you're carefully following your cost. Just then, Richard's phone rang. He glanced down, and his eyes got wide. It was Regina, and she never called his cell. He quickly stood up. Hey, Rita, I have to take this and get back to the office. I'm so sorry I have to run. Would you send me the contact information on those consultants? Sure. Rita watched her brother scurry out. She glanced at her phone, stood as well, and figured if she left now, she could make it in time for Charlie's yoga class. Chen, Becca, and Roger, all three just now? Richard spoke toward the windshield as he didn't quite know where the microphone was hidden in his car. Richard, yes, all of the people. This is serious. They got better offers from our competitors. Well, can we counteroffer more? Well, we can talk to them again. They each gave us two weeks' notice, but I simply don't know how we could pull any money and benefits out of thin air right now. Oh, they'll be back. They'll realize the grass is not nearly as green where they're going. They'll be back. We just need to ride this out. As Richard hung up the phone, he thought, I need to call Rita's consultants. I wonder if there's time to put in place the plan for this coming year or if he'd missed a window. It might make the difference between a terrible or at least an okay year. Man, I wish I had reached out to them last year, was his final thought as he headed to the office to deal with the mess that had come up.